0: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Friday edition. So much to get to. First of all, cable out now leaked about how some thought that the Taliban was going to sweep through all of Afghanistan. Biden regime should have known that it was going to collapse. We'll get into that. How much gear has fallen into Taliban hands Is this really a giant hostage crisis? Uh, Plus, even the FBI knows January 6th was not a coup. Uh, That just came out as well from a Reuters piece on that. And then some other odds and then some roll call, of course, before we get things. By the way, producer Mark is I know you all miss producer Mark when he does not join for roll call. But he's got duties. He works on this show and the big radio show. So today he's got to do some radio stuff. So last minute, we weren't able to have him do the roll call, but he, he promises he'll join soon and, and he misses all of you, uh, except he says me. He doesn't miss me, but he misses all of you who listen to this because he's grumpy producer Mark. But my pillow is an amazing company and the inventor of my pillow, Mike Lindell, have just made incredible changes to my sleep by getting me the my pillows, getting me the Giza dream sheets. The towels, the slippers. I mean, I'm going to bed every night. on my Giza Dream sheets, sleeping on my my pillow, drying off in the morning after my shower with my my towel. Hey, uh, putting on my my slippers, and I mean, I I, I got to be honest with you. I haven't gotten the my robe yet, but I'm gonna tell Mike I need one of those. I gotta get one of those hooked up. These are great products. Okay, this is what you should be using for all these different home needs. Go to mypillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener special square. You'll see uh, see rotational offers up to 66 percent off. Products like their pillows, the mattress topper, the Giza sheets, the best sheets I've ever owned, by the way. I've got three pairs of them. And also, they've got the slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. And to promo code BUCK for these great radio specials, again, MyPillow products, 60-day money-back guarantee. Make sure you use that promo code BUCK when you go to MyPillow.com and click on New Radio Listener Specials on that square Okay, Afghanistan, yes, is an enormous mess and doesn't look like it's going to be solved anytime. I mean, for Americans, I'm not talking about the whole country. I mean the situation of getting Americans out and safe. I've been having uh, conversations with people, just so you know, who have on the ground contacts and connectivity in Afghanistan right now. And here's what they're telling me: I just just been speaking to folks this morning that the U.S. side of this is, meaning the U.S. government. Is a mess that we have people who are texting soldiers ad hoc. Hey, here are a bunch of Americans. And then the soldier will walk out to the gate and start yelling the name of some Americans, hoping that they're there. This is what I was told today. That's how haphazard the system is, because they don't have the means. It's a crush of thousands and thousands of people, and they simply don't have the means at all to go through the individuals who are showing up. They they are not in a place to efficiently. Pro- I'm talking about the Americans. Forget about the Taliban checkpoints for a second. And the people that I've spoken to who either are current or former government just say the debacle from the lack of planning here. It's hard to believe. I'm just telling you, it's hard to believe that this is the best the U.S. government could pull together the Biden administration could pull together. They, they feel like. It's just, it is truly unfathomable. It's it's, it's impossible to comprehend how they could be this dumb and this bad at their jobs. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's really where it is now. And th- these are people I'm talking to who uh, very honestly, uh, you got to understand, are not anti-Biden partisans. They're just, they're shocked. They're stunned at the situation, at the circumstance here. And they're also telling me, that we are entirely at the mercy of the Taliban when it comes to the Americans on the ground there, and and here's something else that you won't hear very often. You won't you won't hear a lot of right. The Taliban is, has kept its agreement, the bilateral agreement that it signed with the Trump administration, which said we will leave, but you will not attack U.S. troops. That has actually been uh, that has actually been kept so far by the Taliban. And this is the only reason why we haven't seen U.S. casualties in this process. This is the only reason why uh, we can see, I mean, over 18 months, no U.S. casualties. And even right now, we have Americans. People are waving American passports at Taliban checkpoints. And some, some are being let through. So here's where we are. And no one knows. And by the way, if the Taliban, these are a bunch of you know, Stone Age mentality lunatics, if they decided to start lopping off heads and, you know, burning people in acid baths and executing them in soccer stadiums as the kind of things they used to do, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be horrified, of course, because it's inhumane and disgusting, but I wouldn't be surprised. These These are not like a reformed, better Taliban that's more moral and kinder and gentler, but strategically, they have so far, this is just a fact, they have made the decision not to go after Americans, which is interesting. It seems that, yes, they want to consolidate power and control. They don't want to provoke an American response. Because think about it this way. If they let, let's say all of a sudden they seize Americans and they start making hostage videos. I, I think that the American people at this point were, were so tired of the Taliban that we would send over, you know, a million of us would just sign up and go over there and and we would just clean house. Right. I mean, we would lose our minds. This is what they what they, I think, understand at some level, if they started seizing large numbers of Americans, the American people w- would not stand for this. Uh, I know some of you are saying, oh, Buck, but what about the Biden administration? They probably wouldn't allow us to do anything about it. And that's true, too. Um, but right now, the Taliban seems like it's trying to set up to be Afghanistan as Saudi Arabia without the oil. Right. A An extreme, austere fundamentalist islamic state that's poor but is not yet at least yet being the operative word a threat to its neighbors a jihadist uh, global jihadist platform for groups like al-qaeda i mean the taliban did take the leader of isi khorasan khorasan is a, a reference in the in the region it comes up in the hadith that the men with the black banners the hadith okay a little bit of background. Hadith are the sayings, sayings attributed to the Prophet Muhammad, not actually Quranic verses, but things that people around Muhammad say that he said. And there's thousands of them. And this is where a lot of the more fundamentalist Islamic stuff comes from. The Hadith, not actually even the Quran. But there's a Hadith about the men with uh, black banners will come and uh, they'll come out of Khorasan. And that would be. You know, th- that's that's where this idea of, of Khorasan and um, and Afghanistan comes from. But anyway, the Islamic State of Khorasan, uh, the Islamic State of Khorasan, which is a just a version of the Islamic State. It's just a regional franchise of it. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm trying to find the actual Hadith for you. They will finally reach Maqdis, Jerusalem, where they will erect their flags and that's what they said. The men with the black banners will, will reach Jerusalem where they erect their flags and they will come from Khorasan. So anyway, the Islamic State of Khorasan's leader was executed by the Taliban. They pulled them out of prison and killed him. Now, there's a lot of reasons they could have done that, but it's not what you'd think they would do if the real goal here was to essentially create a new version of what they had before with the Taliban, and al-Qaeda. Now, I will tell you that I know some analysts, some people that follow us very closely who are saying they're 100% going to be uh, supporting al-Qaeda elements there. They're going to be a eventually become a platform for terror. I, I know people that believe that, but I'm just telling you what we've seen so far. I'm telling you where the situation is as it stands right now. So th- this is uh, this is a situation that, The Biden administration simply has no real strategy to handle other than now to say, I mean, we are more or less asking, asking for um, the Taliban to spare Americans and let them get through. That's that's where this actually is. By the way, here is uh, ABC News playing some audio of a person who says that, look, some people are getting through the Taliban line. Some are not. It seems very. The whole thing is haphazard, but this is from ABC News, someone behind Taliban lines in Kabul. We received this audio message from a trapped teacher, a U.S. permanent resident who says even with the proper paperwork, he couldn't get through. For his safety, we're not naming him. It is insane. There are people holding their American passports. There are people that work with the Americans, uh, and uh, they're not letting anyone in. We are in huge danger, and we need help. And with tens of thousands of Americans and Afghans who've helped the U.S. desperate to get out. No real plan. No real strategy. My administration is so unbelievably out of its depth with this stuff oh but they're going to tell you you know biden's going to be speaking today at uh what at two o'clock one, one o'clock i think it is obviously i'm doing the show before then um but here is white house communications director kate beddingfield she's trying it. to tell you that well here you go kate before we let you go will president biden after his remarks today take questions he's given a couple of speeches he did the interview with abc news but the white house press corps and the american people have a lot of direct questions for him will he take those today the president never shies away from taking questions. I'll let him make a decision if he's going to take questions this afternoon. But you saw he just did a full uh, sit down interview on this just uh, just yesterday. So he is always willing to take questions uh, and I'll let him decide if he's going to. The president never shies away from taking questions, but he may shy away right now because of the debacle that is unfolding at the moment. He he may shy away, but he never shies away. This is the classic Biden-White House doublespeak that we've all just come to expect here. Not a a surprise to any of us, of course. This is exactly the situation that unfolds when you have people in charge who don't know what the hell they're doing, which is what's going on right now. Oh, speaking of ABC News, you know that in that Stephanopoulos interview, they pulled out portions of it to make Biden look better because he's such an incoherent buffoon? That's That's our media now. Could you think of a way... That the so-called press corps could be more a bunch of toadies, a bunch of foot massaging Biden cheerleaders. I don't think it's possible then to edit an interview of a sitting president to make him look smarter and more competent than he is. I don't know how that would be possible. I don't know how that's a thing that we could actually Uh, come up with a a way to do it more so than the media is already doing it right now. Although there is the occasional exception, I got to say, Clarissa Ward from CNN on the ground in Kabul. I've actually met Clarissa a couple of times. She's very smart. She's an absolutely fluent Arabic speaker. And she's got. um, Well, I mean, I don't know what we would say. She's a lady. But if she were a guy, we would say, I believe, um, brass ones would be a. A way to say it. She's a lady, though, so she's uh, got she's got a lot of uh, well, courage. We could say that on the ground in Afghanistan right now. But here's what she says about the Biden administration. Is just an absolute mess. And we heard President Biden say yesterday in his uh, comments to ABC News that this is not a failure. And I think a lot of people outside that airport, particularly those taking the kinds of extreme actions we're just talking about, would like to know if this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly? Isn't that an interesting and important question? If this is not failure, what does failure look like? Hard to think of a way that it could be more of a catastrophe than this, right? I mean, other than Americans being kidnapped and or killed in large numbers. But in terms of the planning of all this, it's absurd what's going on right now. Still a lot of pandemonium outside the airport. Well, there is. But look, but no one's being killed right now. God forgive me if I'm wrong about that, but no one's being killed right now. Now, when he says no one's being killed, there obviously are people who are being killed, but they are Afghans and not Americans. And yes, I know this may sound harsh, but my primary concern is for Americans, right? That's my primary concern. And I think what we're beginning to see here is a Biden administration that has run out of excuses, has run out of room to pretend they know what's going on. And so what we're left with is Hope they're just going to do what they can to get out the Americans they can. And they are hoping that the Taliban does not make other people, other Americans pay a terrible price for the ineptitude and stupidity of the Biden administration. But, you know, big tech monitors us, censors us, deplatforms us and conservatives have been helpless to do anything about it until now. On GetR, R, you can talk with friends and family and express your political beliefs without fear of Silicon Valley liberals coming after you. Join GetR, the social media platform that supports free speech and opposes cancel culture. GetR is led by former Trump advisor Jason Miller, who saw what big tech did to President Trump and decided to fight back. GetR is the fastest growing social media platform in history, with over 1.6 million users and growing, including conservatives like Mike Pompeo, Steve Bannon, and me, Buck Sexton. Join GetR. It's in the App Store, the Google Play Store, and at GetR.com. Longer posts, longer videos, sharper and clearer pictures. I'm on GetR. You can join right now, totally free. It will never sell your data and will never censor you. Send a message today. Join GetR. It is time to cancel cancel culture. Turns out even the FBI. Theo, you wanted a miracle. I give you the FBI. Some of you will know what that reference is to. But it turns out the FBI had to admit that they're, um, they didn't actually find any, any real evidence that there was planning that the January 6th insurrection was actually an insurrection. Turns out that it was at least 95 percent, just people who were at the protest that day, who got fired up, got out of hand, and took part in a riot. The kind of riot that BLM did day in and day out, in cities across America, for months. And this whole, oh, but that wasn't at the Capitol or whatever. uh, They terrorized entire neighborhoods. They tried to burn down a church next to the White House. They burned down a police station in Minneapolis. They tried to burn down a federal courthouse multiple times in Portland. They burned down businesses. They looted them. They ruined people's livelihoods. Dozens of people lost their lives in these riots. Oh, but the only riot we ever get to hear about is the January 6th riot. Oh, my gosh. It was an insurrection. They were going to take over. Yeah, that's right. The blue haired grannies taking selfies in front of sculptures in Congress. They were about to overthrow the United States government. That's that's what we're supposed to believe. QAnon shaman, who clearly has issues, folks. Uh, He was about to overthrow the he was just moments away from overthrowing the United States government. Nobody could really believe this. And this is why I I was so I I never backed down from the fact that I wrote a piece saying if anyone who believes the January 6th insurrection was an insurrection is an idiot because it's true. You can't really believe that. I mean, the Democrats say it. The apparatus, the apparatchiks, the commies perpetuate this narrative because. It allows them to treat their political opponents as enemies of the state. That's the whole point. That's why they do this. That's why they say it's an insurrection, because then it creates this belief that, oh, my gosh, we're under threat. What are we going to do? But here's the Reuters piece. The FBI has found scant evidence that the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol was the result of an organized plot to overturn the presidential election result, according to four, uh, four current and former law enforcement officials. Though federal officials have arrested more than 570 alleged participants, the FBI at this point believes the violence was not centrally coordinated by far-right groups or prominent supporters of then-President Donald Trump, according to the sources. 90 to 95 percent of these are one-off cases, said a former senior law enforcement official with knowledge of the investigation. Then you have 5 percent, maybe, of militia groups that were a little bit more closely organized, but there was no grand scheme with Roger Stone and Alex Jones and all of these people to storm the Capitol and take hostages. Folks, of course, right? Of course. We've known this. They're not gonna overthrow the United States government. It's not an insurrection. They're not gonna take hostages. They're not gonna kill anybody. Yeah, they got into fights with cops because they were rowdy and they got out of control. And they should serve just want to be very clear, the same kind of time in prison that people who attack cops in cities all across America. Under the BLM banner have served now, depending on where you are, that may be that may actually be some time. It may be very, very little time. I don't know. I'm just saying same standard of justice. And I have a feeling a lot of you're saying, Buck, that means they're not going to serve any jail time. You're probably right. But that's what should happen here. One one rule of uh, one rule for all Americans when it comes to riot based activities, we have to be held accountable in the same way at the same standard or else there is no accountability. There's only political persecution, politicized prosecution. That's the only way to look at this. So the FBI is now having to admit that, yeah, it turns out there was, you know, there was not a coup effort underway. That was all a big lie. Oh, I, a couple of uh, quick things I left out on Afghanistan. We, we've basically armed the, uh, the uh, Taliban military. Billions and billions of dollars of, of uh, equipment. I mean, all, machine guns, all lots of brand new stuff, Humvees, helicopters, attack aircraft. They've got it all now. Isn't that remarkable? What a, what a cluster. What an absolute cluster. Uh, and I think people are also going to find out more and more about how m- my theory here is the Pakistani ISI, Inter Services Intelligence Agency, and the Haqqani Network. They planned this whole thing out and they, they ran the playbook. By the letter, with the, the Taliban essentially worked with them to conduct this whole blitzkrieg, and it's it's for them a it's a remarkable the bad guys have pulled off a remarkable military offensive here. They're going to take control of the country. I mean, how many Taliban casualties did they actually even suffer? Do we even know? How, I mean, were there were there any? I mean, a handful maybe. That's. Uh, Still, it's stunning, the whole thing. All right, I want to get into some roll call, and I'm sorry. I know I promised you guys, Producer Mark, but I could sit here and just do, hey, what are you doing for your weekend, Buck? Nothing, because I'm making fun of you. I don't, I'm not as good at making fun of myself as Producer Mark is making fun of me, so he's not here with us right now. He had to. He's working on the, on the big show, on the main show, and so uh, the radio show, so he's not with us right I know I miss him, too, but I see, I see him now every day, so we're, we're in the studio together. But I record this in a separate studio from where we do the uh, the big radio show. Oh, please do support my uh, Buck Sexton locals uh, platform. I'm going to do more stuff there. Also, the more subscribers we have, the obviously, the more uh, time and attention I'll be able to put into making sure that there's cool behind the scenes stuff. And I want to set up live streams. And I've been ho- ho- trying to find a way that's kind of Freedom Hut insiders, uh, get them all together in one place. That's going to be. Bucksexton.locals.com. I'll have some posts up there today, and I'll find out a way to do some live streams. So that's what I've got. All right, facebook.com slash Bucksexton or teambuck at iheartmedia.com if you want to uh, send me a message. And let's get to it. Oh, I got my brother's wedding this weekend. My little brother, Keats, like the poet, K-E-A-T-S, is getting married. I got the greatest little brother in the world, He's got a fantastic fiance soon to be wife. families couldn't be happier about it, but now he's got to make some uh some little ones so that my mom has more grandchildren. she loves taking care of uh, our, our one the one grandchild in the family you know granny granny Jane we call her it's my mom granny Jane. so granny Jane needs more uh, more grandkids, so my little brother's got to step up here i'm I know I'm you know I'm working on it too. some of you are like, buck, don't have a dog, don't have kids i I devote my life to the spread of freedom right now. Okay, that's where I am. I'm trying to save America. All right, Leroy, your impersonation of Fauci sounds a lot like Mo from The Simpsons. Really, Leroy? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll hold, so that's Mo would be like up here, like that. Whereas Doctor Fauci is more do, wait wait no, actually, it does kind of sound a little bit like Mo from. The, now that I'm doing that aloud, you know, the data tells us, however. That, but he has a different accent. I, I feel like Mo doesn't have a Brooklyn accent. He just kind of has like a high, you know, he goes like up here. Whereas Fauci is, you know, however, the data, the droplets, you know, he's got a different. But the register and the tonality is pretty close. Leroy, I'm actually going to give you I'm actually going to give you a thumbs up on this one. I think you're, you're I think you're actually onto it. I think you're right. Mike writes, don't worry about things in Afghanistan. I hear the Biden administration has a group of social workers that are planning to go over there and settle things down. Yeah, Mike, uh, Biden administration is, I'm sure, going to deploy thousands and thousands of social workers. You know, that's the plan. Deploy lots of them. That'll get it done. Richard Buck, you shouldn't feel bad about having to get your shot. I would crawl over broken glass for my sister. I'm more mad at the state for making you get your shot. Where I work, we have to wear masks, but I don't wear it right. I have to make that money. We have over 120 jobs open right now. Can't get them filled. Biden is such a disaster. Protest the way, the way you can while holding your shield high. Well, Richard, thank you. And um, look, I, I got a lot of a lot of messages from people who were just saying they were upset at me for getting the shot. And to them, I say, look, guys, I I try to hold up the uh, hold my shield high for freedom all the time, and and I try to be a frontline member of our freedom phalanx in every way that I can. But my family is absolutely everything to me and uh, I'm I'm not going to let my brother down on his wedding day or even some of you say oh but couldn't you I'm not going to cause any stress or commotion either by having some issue with security because of my vaccine I'm not doing it right so I, I made my call but I will tell you for those who are annoyed at me about that or whatever just remember this I tell you the truth about me about what I think and I'm not trying to do this thing where I say uh, you know I don't want to you know name names or anything but there are so many people that you see On cable news, they got the shot right away and they don't tell you or they don't talk about it. And they're all anti. I hate that. I I was forced to get the shot. It was, you know, it was very similar to people who write into me and say, if I don't get the shot, I'm going to get fired. What should I do? And let's be very clear. I've said, get the shot. Don't get fired from your job. Get the shot. Now, that's my advice. Of course, it's up to an individual. I mean, if you don't love your job or you can get another job, but if you're going to lose your pension, You've been working 15, 20 years. You're going to lose your pension because of the shot. My advice is that's not worth it for the people that have written in and asked me about that. And there have been people. And I've gotten text messages, too, from friends of mine. What should I do? Same way that I tell you when you're a college student, should you write a paper that gets you an F about how you know great conservatism is? Or should you just do what you have to do within the confines of the lib professor to get a good grade so you can go to a good grad school or get a good job, make money and fund the Buck Sexton show down the line? You know what I mean? I'm a realist, friends. Life is about decisions, wisdom, and tactics. And uh, I just, I don't, let, I don't let my family down. I don't, let my, I don't let the people that matter to me down. That's just, uh, I've got a code. It's my code. So people can disagree with it, and that's fine. I know some of you do, some of you don't. But uh, I would take a bullet for my brother. So I would definitely take a little shot in the arm for him. Well, what else am I going to do? All right, um, Kyle. Buck, I've spent some time in places like Afghanistan. Just about every male there has a rifle. When I see videos of hundreds of Afghan military-age males scrambling to get out on one of our planes, I can't help but think, pick up a rifle and go fight these people like we trained and equipped you to do. It's super frustrating to see people not fight for their own survival. Uh, Yeah, I I understand. I, I think, Kyle, the truth is they don't... Ashraf Ghani was a corrupt jerk, so they didn't want to fight for him. They didn't want to fight for the central government. They don't like the Taliban, but they also didn't want to die for a government that they think didn't really have their back and didn't. Ashraf Ghani left with like 160 some odd million dollars in helicopters. See you later, guys. That's who was running the country. Can you imagine? But that's where we are. Catherine, dearest Buck. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Your, your show on the first, your show with Clay Travis and your daily podcast with producer mark are all excellent oss heart to you well heart to you Catherine. thank you so much for the uh the kind uh words of support and yeah i have pretty long days here in the media world doing a lot of stuff but i'm i'm uh, very blessed and i feel very fortunate to be able to do the content that i do every day andrew writes, hey buck active duty marine here i've got a feeling the disaster in afghanistan is going to hurt military retention and morale So many of us feel dejected, embarrassed and angry that our leaders are so staggeringly incompetent. I know several people who are ready to get out now because they feel rudderless. They feel our top leaders have misled us. I'm concerned the president's massive failure will have repercussions in the military for years and years to come. Andrew, I I mean, I just I agree with you. I see exactly what you're talking about. Um, It's hard. It's hard to imagine a way in which the Biden administration could have shown and proven its incompetence more um, more completely, uh, you know, in, in more stunning fashion than this. And it is going to hurt military retention and it is going to hurt our ability to have uh, many of our best Americans deciding that they are going to put their themselves and their lives on the line for this country. I don't see a way around that, Andrew. So thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, Mark writes buck love that you're still doing the daily podcast 30 minutes is perfect for my commute the new york times study on plexiglass unintentionally destroys masking if a solid piece of plastic which is a non-porous substance can't stop virus containing air from circulating into a person's breathing zone what good does a loose fitting cloth mask do by the way where are all the debates on things related to covid we should be seeing scientific debates going on on public tv other forums that's not happening this is not normal Totally agree with you, Mark. One of the big challenges, one of the big things that I see that upsets me, is that we have no debates allowed about this stuff at all, and it's just it's appalling. It's appalling that that's where this is. That that is the circumstance of this. Um, we should obviously be able to have uh, people that are making the case and that are are out there, uh, rec- you know, out there having to defend their position, but they don't. And the fact that they won't allow us to debate, it tells you very much about how strong their positions are. Joseph, hey, Buck, I've been overseas, just reconnected with your podcast. Great stuff. I called into your radio show once in 2017. We discussed Merkel's 2015 open border invite and how social welfare and open borders don't work. Anyway, in yesterday's podcast, you mentioned about a federal mandate and you're spot on. Not only that, the Fed will no doubt push for a QR type electronic passport like European overlord governments have already con- done concerning their serfs to submit to it or risk being excluded from society. Great work and congratulations on the show. Shields, high. Well, thank you so much, Joseph, for writing in, man. I appreciate it. Glad you reconnected with the Buck Saxon show. And everybody out there, please help me connect with other folks. Pass the buck. Tell somebody about this show. When you're listening to it, you can do a little share button. Text it to one friend. Get one new person to listen to the Buck Saxton show. It's an early Christmas and birthday present for me, which those happen in December. Get one person in your life to listen. Check out this show. It's the best 30 minutes you can spend to get up to date on the news any day. I'm just going to say it because it's true. So pass the buck. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you Monday. Shields high.